Hey everybody, my name is Kyla. Welcome to my channel, my talk with the stock market and the economy amongst other things. Today I'm going to talk about why Fitch Ratings Agency downgraded the United States of America from AAA to AA+. So essentially what that means is that Fitch looked at the fiscal situation in the United States, so the finances, the debt burden, they're like, yikes, like, ooh, what are you all doing over there? And this happened back in 2011 because there are three main rating agencies. There's Fitch, there's Moody's and S&P. S&P downgraded the United States back in 2011 because the United States, of course, was fighting over the debt ceiling. Sounds pretty familiar. The United States was also fighting over the debt ceiling in 2023, which is one of the reasons that Fitch cited for downgrading the United States this year, as similar to S&P downgrading the United States back in 2011. So the United States going from AAA rating to AA plus essentially means that Fitch looked at the United States and they were like, yikes, you're not the highest credit quality anymore. Rather than being the lowest expectation of default risk, it's expectations of a very low default risk on the government debt. And it's not exceptional strong capacity to meet financial commitments. It's very strong capacity. And Fitch is also one of the smallest rating agencies. And so everyone's like, like what, like why now? What are you doing now? What's the point? And so the three main reasons that Fitch said that they were downgrading the United States was expected fiscal deterioration over the next three years, a high and growing general government debt burden, and the erosion of governance relative to AA and AAA rated peers over the last two decades, primarily because of what's been going on with the debt ceiling situation. Now that two rating agencies have downgraded the United States, it's kind of like, okay, maybe we should be paying attention to this. Um, the United States is no longer really a AAA country because two of them have been like actually you're a step below that. So it's something to pay attention to for sure. And within three, and within each of the three categories that Fitch listed, so the fiscal deterioration, the high and growing general government debt burden, and the erosion of governance, there's more within each of those. So within expected fiscal deterioration. Fitch was like, the government lacks a medium-term fiscal framework, and also your budgeting process is insanely complicated. Literally nobody, even your politicians, kind of knows what's going on. It's, there's a lot of bureaucracy. It's really confusing. You should be a little less confusing because it makes it hard for you to be a proper government because you're so freaking confusing. And then they also said that there's limited progress in tackling medium-term challenges rating, relating to rising Social Security and Medicare. The United States does have shifting demographics. People are not having as many babies as they used to for a lot of different reasons. And we have an old population, like boomers are booming. And how are we going to be able to finance all of these retirements that are going to be coming down the line? It doesn't seem like it's something that the United States is even paying attention to, is what Fitch is saying here. They also pointed to higher interest rates in the rising debt stock and interest service burden. And this is something, you know, the United States interest service burden has increased quite a bit. Typically, I think about a trillion dollars over the last year in terms of capacity. And of course, you can divide the interest burden into GDP and it doesn't look nearly as bad as it did in 1992. So like, it's okay. Like the United States is still going to be able to pay off its interest. But because the Federal Reserve is raising rates in order to battle inf inflation, that makes it more expensive for the government to finance the debt that they do take out. The government is taking out a lot of debt right now because uh, that's like, it's like, it's part of the reason of what a government exists for is to take out debt to finance different things. Alex Williams, who works at Employ America, has this frying pan chart where it shows the United States could have invested a lot more in different things and we could have had 
more linear growth versus this idea of fiscal austerity or governments not spending any money, which is what Germany was really into during the European debt crisis. So that was a kind of a way big tangential, way big aside. But the general idea here is that the United States does have a rising burden of interest payments, but the United States is also a government. Therefore, the government has to take out debt in order to finance different operations. And it's not always a bad thing for a government to take out debt. But Fitch is like, you're kind of doing it maybe irresponsibly. The US Treasury boosted the size of their quarterly sale of longer term debt for the first time in over two and a half years. Issue, they're going to sell 103 billion of longer term securities at their quarterly refunding auctions, which is up from 96 billion of last time. And it's larger than most dealers had suspected. So the Treasury is issuing a lot of securities getting a lot of money, is paying higher interest on their debt too. Tax receipts have been weaker than expected according to the US Treasury and the Federal Reserve is of course um, rolling off some of their holdings of their own treasuries up to $60 billion a month, uh, requiring the government to sell more treasuries to the public, creating even more of that financial burden on the treasury. So there's like a lot of burden. There's a lot of worries about whether Treasury will be able to do what they need to do in terms of, of money. First, US government debt is very popular. People really like it. It's high yielding right now because of the Federal Reserve raising rates. And so people are going after it. Like that's not really an issue. Dollar is also reserved currency. So most people do have exposure to the United States in their investment portfolios. Most countries do use the dollar in some way and most countries do have holdings of u.s securities but fitch is like could you chill out a little bit here and there's also the erosion of governance so the united states has a debt ceiling and so that caps out the amount of debt that the united states can take out that the united states can have and it was at 31 trillion back when they were fighting over it. i have a youtube video on it if you want to go check that out I was kind of worrying because it didn't seem like there was going to be any solution to this. And this happens all the time. Like all the time, we have this arbitrary debt ceiling in place that is meant to, it's been around since I think 1917, and it's meant to be a tool of like, whoa, listen, the government's not going to be borrowing too much money, don't worry everybody. But we always raise it because we have to raise it because if we don't raise it, then, then bad things happen. The government shuts down, people are not being able to get paid, different benefits shut down. Like it's a very bad situation if the United States defaults on, on their debt and does not raise the debt ceiling and cannot take on more debt. And so this is the situation that Fitch was pointing to with this erosion of governance. They're kind of like, it seems like you all cannot get anything done. Like you're constantly fighting. The polarization is crazy. They actually pointed to January 6th as part of the reason for the downgrade. Um, I, I don't know if that is confirmed, but that was a point of speculation is that it just seems like the United States is becoming increasingly polarized and you can see it across the board, everything is, is political, even when it's not, right? And so part of the reason, so Fitch was like, if you want to fix this, uh, stop fighting over the debt ceiling and figure that out. The Fitch director said debt ceiling suspension or a very high borrowing limit combined with debt to GDP stabilization could lead to an upgrade. And so these are really the three main reasons that Fitch was like, you're not doing that well and we don't really like you anymore. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was like, this is silly and arbitrary and it's outdated and like, what are you all even talking about? The United States is doing perfectly fine. Um, but the problem with the downgrade is it has uh, outsized impacts, right? So it's not just debt servicing and the United States as a vibe. It impacts models and it impacts banks and it impacts political risk too. Uh, the downgrade really 
puts into question the competence of the United States and eventually might have a wider impact, especially because it gives the United States two AA plus ratings, which could be a problem for funds or different index tractors that are like, oh, we only want AAA rated things within our fund. And the group of countries that are still AAA rated are Australia, Germany, Singapore, and Switzerland. And then Canada is AA plus, China is A plus, so quite a bit lower. And then also different companies have AAA plus ratings like Microsoft, uh, Johnson & Johnson, and more. So, the <laughs> so there's a lot of questions about why Fitch chose now to do this. It's kind of like, are you just being dramatic? Are you just being annoying? Are you being political? Because of course we're going into you know campaigning as the 2024 election rolls around. But a lot of people will say like, oh, the United States is not doing that well. It's not doing that well. And there are a lot of factors that say, okay, yeah, the United States is not doing that well. The mass shootings, um, you know, the, the wealth inequality, the bifurcation of existence. But I would say that like, if you look at the United States fiscally relative to other countries, because the dollar is the reserve currency, because treasury secretaries, or because treasury securities are essentially an element of most portfolios, uh, the United States is an integral part to the overall financial system. And so it's kind of this argument that you end up making where it's like, well, the United States is the common denominator and you can't have a fraction without the denominator. Like the rest of the world needs to have the United States here um, and functioning in order to operate and work. I mean, it's, it's kind of like what's going to happen next. I think that most people are still trying to figure that out. There's, of course, implications from this from an investment perspective, from a confidence perspective, but markets largely shrugged it off because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, who even is Fitch? Like there's this meme that somebody made where it's like, I don't even think about you at all with regards to Fitch. It's definitely something to pay attention to, but overall the United States is going to keep on United Statesing and of course things like this are important to pay attention to but it seems to be mostly okay but fish is just like hey buddy like get it together it's kind of like when you call up that one friend who's going through a really rough breakup and they're like crying and stuff and they're like i'm never gonna find anybody else ever again for me it's kind of in the united states right now like you have to call up the united states and be like hey listen there's a lot more options out there there are plenty of fish in the sea dude like get over it get out uh, get back out there and so that's what Fitch is kind of saying to the United States. It's like, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and get back on the horse um, because it's going to gallop away regardless. That metaphor probably didn't make any sense, but the general idea is that Fitch is warning the United States to sort of get it together fiscally. The United States mostly has it together fiscally, but I think there's a, some good call-outs there. Right? It's like, oh, um, you have a Federal Reserve that's rapidly raising rates. You're going to have a higher interest rate burden. Or you're going to have a higher interest payment burden. Because of that, you have a partisan gridlock that is very, very painful and kind of unlike any other country in the developed world. And then you also have, um, yeah, there's just a general erosion of fiscal governance and potential fiscal deterioration because you're not paying attention to your demographics. So definitely stuff to pay attention to, but mostly, um, stuff that I think most people are kind of aware of. So, a warning for sure, but hopefully the United States will get back in the game and find that other fish in the sea. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for spending time with me. I hope that you all are doing okay, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.